2: plushcare.com slash weightloss
3: Hello and welcome to the Gallant View Rangers podcast. The Rangers podcast who all dream of a team of Emma Dodds. She's not live tonight with us, um, but I'd have my very own dream team along with me, the two Davies, First of all, David Thomson, how are you?
4: Yeah, great, thanks. Uh, had a brilliant day today. The sun was blasting off the sun panels the whole day, so didn't everything I'd done didn't cost me anything. So absolutely brilliant. Uh, day after yesterday's bad day, so just expect the grumpy old men back again.
3: <laughs> I, I like how you opened with um, the, the, the positive the positive vibes. Um the a, a real I a real good energy for you there Davy. Is that just you hitting your peak and it's all doing healthy there? Yeah, yeah
4: well, it looks it looks like that, but um I'll I'll try and stay positive. I'll bring in a few positive
3: things. <laughs> and also joining us, Davy Park. How are you, mate?
2: Oh smashing guys. <clears throat> good to be back. Uh, the rain, the weather's not been so kind in Stainyburn today. It's just we've had horizontal rain for on and off. So no, we never got had the barbecue. I've never had a barbecue in October. Never likely to have one in in Just doesn't. We don't do this. We barbecue in the snow. It doesn't matter to us. We barbecue
4: any time. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're, well, you're tougher than me then, because uh, no, I... it's uh, got to be 25 degrees. But uh, looking forward to taking a pouring over it, See, uh, looking forward to Saturday really because I've put it behind me, I've dealt with it, it's been
3: internalised and we'll uh, run over it tonight and then that'll be, be done with. That's it, we'll get it out of the way and look ahead to Saturday. I'm your host for this evening, Colin McDuff, um, thank you to everybody who's watching live on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. As always, get your questions in the comments um, and we'll answer them as we go through or just let us know your thoughts on all the nonsense that we're talking. So, a lot to kind of unpack for the Liverpool game where Rangers went down 2-0 at Anfield, uh, leaving us with a grand total of zero points and zero goals for the the group stages so far. It's no pretty reading, I'll be honest. So, we're going to go through maybe know the game bit by bit, but probably talk about the team's performance area by area. And I think, just staying with your positive attitude, David Tomlinson, I think we can all sing a bit of praise for Alan McGregor. He was phenomenal on the night, wasn't he?
4: Absolutely brilliant. It was, I mean, if you're looking at it, really like it was Alan McGregor against Liverpool. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the way it was. And even the three-kick, the he got really near to it. He just missed it. But I mean... The boy placed the the free kick. I mean, I don't think if you just went out, walked up to the goal, and with your hand threw it in the net. I don't think you could place it any better than that. Absolutely brilliant. So you've got to give Liverpool credit for that. Although I I, I remember saying I said at the uh, Sunday's uh, podcast we've got to watch giving away free kicks about the box. And what did he do? A few minutes in, free yeah. kick round about bit of the box, and that 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 was—you knew that was going to be a killer of that one. So, but um, no, McGregor. The, some of the saves—the one he tipped over the bar, nobody even seen that he got his fingers to it. It just went. It was just so fast, and uh, it, it, it was absolutely some some saves. Absolutely some saves. And one one he was turning, actually going the other way and turned back, and, and managed to get his gloves to it Absolutely brilliant. No, can't can't blame McGregor at all. Anything. I mean, I, the only thing I, I, I can say is, why the heck was he no in from the beginning? And I was I, I, I was one that didn't want him in, but totally wrong on that one. Totally wrong.
3: The so, guys, like said, just on that, David, is he, one of the questions I've got for both of you, is that him cemented as number one for, for now on in?
4: Oh, for me, for me certainly, yeah. Until till next And Unless we bring in somebody at the... At the at the winter that it's going to be for years to come, but um, I, just, I mean, young Robbie get a contract today. You you don't know where you're going to bring that in later on, but uh, I don't see him replacing McGregor this year anyway. So uh, whether he's he's number one next year, I don't know. But um, no, McGregor's not going to be replaced this year unless we bring somebody in. I think Celtic yeah. might be wanting red heart. Maybe maybe we can go for him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. uh, Joe Hart doing his best, John McLaughlin impression that night. Um, David P., what was your thoughts on Alan McGregor no night?
2: Well, as someone who was wanting McLaughlin in in, in place of him, you know, pre season, I have to uh, eat some humble pie here, much like Dave. Uh, no, the big man uh, saved us from a tanking on Tuesday night. He was absolutely superb. And as Dave says, you know the one he tipped over the bar. He's he's immediately claiming for a goal kick. He doesn't even want to acknowledge that he touched it. So no, it was a vintage John McGregor. And, You know, we'd I had written him off certainly, and lots of others. I think no, but he uh, he certainly stepped up. He's the man in form. So he is he's he's back to number one. And I think there's now got to be a kind of question mark over John McLaughlin's kind of long term future at Rangers. Certainly beyond this season because if McCrory's now signed to twenty twenty-five, uh then <clears throat> I think the pretty much the writing's on the wall for John McLaughlin potentially. So but certainly Alan McGregor, gosh, he was uh as as Dave says, <clears throat> it was Greeks versus them for, for periods of that game. It was. So, you know, so it was, uh, saved us.
3: So just on Robbie McCrory, then um, David T. I'll come to you first. Um, it's a bit of a surprising one. I for the way this season was going and the lack of game time, I didn't. I, I thought he's maybe fallen of favour with um, with Geo or whatever, or he's maybe hit, he's maybe stagnated. But extended his contract to twenty twenty five. To me, that suggests that Geo does see him as a long term option. What do you think?
4: I, don't know. I thought it was just a year contract. I didn't realise he had such a long contract. Uh, mm-hmm. um, no, well, yeah. I mean, a, a goalkeeper, I, I, I think there's been goalkeepers 44, 45 still, still playing. So, Dino, was it Zoff you called him? I think he was well into his 40s when he was still playing. And, yeah, uh, no, there's been a few keepers that, that, have, that have done it. But, I mean, two of the best keepers. I mean, I mean what age is, is Gordon? Uh, the, 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 I mean, how many? McGregor and uh, Gordon are two brilliant keepers. Uh, uh, McGregor was better, definitely, because and it was McGregor that didn't want to play for Scotland. Otherwise, we'd probably still be in the Scotland team. But um, no, it's, it's, it's uh, I, 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 the way he's playing just now. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have, a problem. As I say, the big problem is uh, not coming out, and I was really frightened last night uh, he, because of the. I knew Liverpool were quite good at corners. But I mean, they didn't really touch us last night with corners. They they I don't think they get. I think one, one chance, sort of a flu flew, flew over the bar or past the post. And uh, but they didn't really harm us with corners, big goals, and get quite a lot away. Um, and even uh Morelos got away. But, but I, I, that really see the amount of uh, balls into the front post that Morelos heads away over a season. It's actually hit really a lot. So no, it's. Uh, that really surprised me, and um, that—that's McGregor's biggest failing. But uh, on on shots, a shot as a shot stopper, there's nobody better. I don't think there's anybody better than anybody better than Britain anyway, and no. possibly even as I would say, he's a world keeper.
3: Hmm. A shot stop. Circling back to Robbie McCrory, um P. So positive, he makes that a good point that McGregor himself didn't quite make like start making regular first-team football till his mid-twenties. Um, is this the plan for Robbie McCrory? Um, I mean, we, we David, he just said there about keepers playing well in their forties. Robbie McCrory could wait until he's 28 and still get a 12-year career at number one. Um, is he the long-term future beyond this season? Well, his performances will dictate that, Colin. So uh, when he gets his opportunity,
2: and he will, then he has to grasp it. So I think McGregor is probably the best role model he could have at the club in terms of looking after yourself and and, and prolonging your career to, to you know, being the, the keeper that Alan McGregor is at, at 40 plus. So I, I think Dino Zoff, which Davy mentioned, he won the World Cup when he was over 40, you know, with Italy in 1982. So it's... It clearly it, it can happen. You're right. So Robin McCrory has got uh, plenty. He's got time on his side. It's just about uh, working, working, and working. So he's he's got the perfect role model, as I said, at Ibrox and Alan McGregor to, to see what potentially his career could look like. And it and it's up to him himself. Having said that, you know, goalkeepers being kind of late bloomers as they are, I think Rangers would be maybe should be going into the transfer market January looking at something, you know, to even if it was a, a Bosman, for for the summer, you know, having a look to see if there's uh, someone we could pick up because, uh, as I've said, I think there might be a question mark over John McLaughlin now, his start to the season. You know, nothing, I mean, apart from one cl- real clanger at Parkhead, but it just doesn't ha- inspire you in terms of, you know, his short-stopping ability, which, which clearly McGregor has. And uh, McGregor's, I, I think McGregor will see out the season as number one. and Unless, I mean, it, it's really much just a form thing, but certainly in the form McGregor's been of late, I can't see John McLaughlin touching him. But I would like to see Rangers have a dabble in the transfer market to see if there's a a replacement for, you know, McGregor. McGregor's contract is for one year. It's, uh, and, and obviously McCrory's now got a three-year contract. So I think the the that being the case, it will be McCrory and A and
3: other, kind of longer term. Aye, I think so, because um, I think M- McCrory's never, never let us down. Um, he, he's only had a handful of games, but he's looked decent enough. He's had decent enough phone spells, but it is a big, a big mantle to take that number one spot long term, so I think we do need more cover in there, but um, heading back into Liverpool um, on Tuesday night then, uh, I think we need to at some point um, David T, I'll come to you first, um, the Garen Fuse favourite offer David Herd he's, um, he's called out the, that's Parkhead, Amsterdam and Anfield, we've looked to be coming out, out of the tunnel so his question is why are we lacking belief where's it going, and how do we get it back and in terms of the belief I think that's a really good point because while we won the we won the amazing on Saturday against Hearts, we looked confident that we were going to go and beat them, um, even even before the sending off. Is it a complete, where they choose Starstruck on Tuesday night or is it something about this bigger stage in general? Oh, well, I don't I, I think it's in game. I mean, it happened
4: at Parkhead as well, didn't it? So, I mean, it's not just, well, maybe the bigger games, but it's not just Europe. It's a uh, it's uh, in in the SPFL as well. Um, for me, if your manager already has said, "Your guys, we're going out and we're playing five at the back and two mid, two two midfield defensive midfield players," then I would think, eh, "What's that?" And the way to be, you, you know, that Liverpool the the what the, the weakest part of Liverpool is their defense. So if you go out not to give them a chance not to give any of our players a chance to get at the defence because we're playing so defensive. Then for me, the belief started at Geo. And it was just a case of trying to keep the score down. Let's go boys, and we'll keep the score down. And it's not just this game. I think every game, I, I just don't think the guys, I've said it a, a few times, I don't think the guys are happy. I don't think they're happy with the tactics. I don't think they're happy with the point. they're not having fun playing football. And I, I, I don't know whether it's he's, he's over um over tactical and not just saying listen guys go out and enjoy yourself have a good afternoon you've got to have some tactics but you just can't be so rigid all the time you've got to give the guys a bit of freedom to do their own thing as i said i've, I've said before i mean i remember Rena Smichu um we, we, uh, when Johan Cruyff was was there, we went, we, we went from Van Um they they used to, Renus Miegel used to come into the dressing room and he used to give, say, OK, guys, the tactics for today are this and that and this and that. And then he would go back out the door and Johan Cruyff would so we'd go up and say, OK, guys, forget what he's just saying. What we're going to do is this and that and this and that. So they didn't listen to Renus Meagles, so They just filled in themselves. And that's, that's the way, I think. I just think there's nobody going to do that with Rangers because nobody's going to dare do that and stand up and be counted. that I don't think that nobody would argue with Krauth. And uh, no, I just I just think, I don't think the players are happy. I don't think they're enjoying themselves. And I think the whole thing is starting with the manager and his negativity. I mean, right from day one, when he came in, he stopped Tavernier going forward, which Gerrard had Tavernier... <laughs> Bowman down the wing, and right day one he he stopped. Geo stopped that, and I mean we were virtually quite quickly we went from seven points in front to to a number of points behind, and that was just because negative football, and that's just for me. The whole problem is negative football, Uh, and if, if, if the manager's no belief. I mean, I, I mean, if you look at Sakawa, sorry, I'm going on a wee bit here, but if you look at <laughs> Sakawa, why is he not getting a game? Just because Geo doesn't believe in him, and and when he comes on, I mean, I'm not saying he's 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 a really best player in the world, but he's not any better. I mean, look, when he came on for the weekend, he played good. He came on for Tillman last night, not well. But how long we've we been saying it, we see it. How long as Tillman, we used to have been saying that Tillman shouldn't be playing out in the wide right. But Geo doesn't see that, so he sticks him out in the wide right again. And I, nah, I just don't. So for me, uh, I'll, I'll give you a chance, but I'll finish with, uh, for me, the problem starts with Geo. You
3: feeling better after that, day <laughs> yeah, I got
4: it, got, it <laughs> off my, got it off my chest.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's been building for two days now. Um, not so, you know, well, that's... Like it, football nowadays, it's more than just the 11 players on the pitch. It is a squad and it's uh, the management team have so much to play as well. And I do get what you're saying about setting up kind of negatively, defensively. But for me, there still has to be a professionalism. If it's a case of uh, <laughs> the lack of desire be- be- comes because they don't want to play a certain way, I'll be honest. I do want to see Rangers set up to have a goal in. I think we maybe missed a tick with no pressing Liverpool a bit more, but I do think I don't know, there was very lacklustre for um, particularly the midfield and I thought we didn't, we didn't look anywhere near getting close to close to Liverpool and that was, for me that looked more of an application matter than a tactic matter Davey P, I'll, I'll bring you in what was your thoughts? Where does the lack of desire or the perceived lack of desire or uh, well, belief, comfy.
2: I think the players on the pitch are just applying the system that they've been told to to adopt. So they're just carrying out the manager's instructions, and so they're they're pretty much off the hook in terms of you know I did what was asked of me, you know. So I'm out there and and followed his instructions to the T. I, I think the whole thing comes from Gio's mentality. We can't compete. And, you know, with five men at the midfield, five men in defence, sorry, and two defensive midfielders, even if he hasn't said it, he's, he's pretty much told them all, we're going out to play for a draw here. So there's there's no pressure on any of the players to go out there and, and and you know, take some responsibility. They'll just go out there and say, Gio, we just did what we asked of you. And there's, there's, There just seems to be a, an air around the team that, you know, we, we would have taken 2-0 before the game started. It was like damage limitation from the outset, which is uh, for me unacceptable for a Rangers team. It doesn't. I mean, we go to we can go to the Burnable, We would we would at least you know go and try and win the match. It was at no point in that game did I think we were actually trying to win that game. It was uh, in that in that respect that was very disappointing, you know, from Geo. But we've we've seen it from him in the past. You know, in the, the, the game against Ajax. We saw Napoli just absolutely destroy them, and you know, and from Napoli's uh, from Ajax's domestic results, we we weren't playing, you know, the best team in Europe, you know, and we should have given uh, Ajax far more of a game than we did. It's, so it's all coming from Van Bronckhorst for me, I'm afraid. So trips Park Parkhead, you know, I, I just I just don't get the, the the cautious approach, you know, and he's saying, you know, keep possession. Uh, turning the ball back all the time, you know, and, and some of the midfield players, I mean, I would, the, the air was blue in my house, I can assure you, when when particularly in the second half, and we'd already 2-0 down, and we just stuck to the same system. And then eventually, when he put my, uh, Sakala and Matondo on, and Cholak up front, things opened up for us. And But, you know, by that time, you know, the, the ship has sailed, the train has left the station. We're, we're, there's no way we were getting back into the game that sort of approach should be been from the outset. Not once of a... Uh, eventually, at that point, you're throwing caution to the wind, which all seems a bit desperate. I would I would implore Gio to be uh, more adventurous and, and be less structured in terms of how these players... These guys are professional football players. Top of their trade. I think he has to trust them a bit more. Go and do your thing. You know, so, so turn... towards the goal rather than turn back and you look at I mean there was occasions when I think someone made the comment on uh, follow follow that uh, Barisic is defending you know it looks like that he thinks that the the guy he's up against has got a knife because he doesn't get within two (laughs) yards of him (laughs) he never actually gets in and then make the challenge it's just about shadowing the guy and, and it's (laughs) I thought that was a a cracking description it's like he thinks his opponent's got a knife and he just will not get close to him so but I mean the central defence I thought uh, played quite well got us out you know they got behind us a few times and as we've already said McGregor saved us but the whole approach for me was just uh, just not on to be honest that's just I, I just I don't want to see Rangers play that way it's as simple as that I mean I would rather you know we would have a go at them turn To see the 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 wee incident which McCoy's highlighted at the end of the game, where Kent is through the middle, gets the ball, so he's got the ball at his feet, and rather than you know put the afterburners on and take them on, he he uh, he tries to chop back inside and loses the ball. They go up and win a penalty. Whereas you know if we were to leave Ryan Kent to to play his game, do your do your thing, Ryan. I think he would have just burst through them. He would have burst through them, and, or potentially burst through them, had the opportunity, but it wasn't. It was, uh, it was turn back, turn back, and we pretty much got what we deserved at the end of the day. So
3: that's the thing, Davy. Um, that scenario with Rank Kent is a really good example. Regardless, if you lay all the blame at the manager or all the blame at the players, or a mixture of both. Rangers are a better team than what they've showed so far this season. I don't think, I might sound like a a wee boy waving a flag at me that point, but we are a better team than what we've portrayed ourselves as. And that's why it's so disheartening as a fan watching. We know we can apply ourselves better. We can play better. Um, I think, so we're all in agreement that um, we showed a bit too much respect regardless of where that um, where that stems from. But I'd much rather we had a pop at Liverpool and, and go beat 3 you know? And I think we see if you compare the Napoli and Ajax games, the same results. But Napoli was completely different because we set up to go and try and win the game, whereas Ajax, we were just timid again. Um, I want to see more setting up like Napoli. Um, and I dare say, I think it will be a different approach next week. Oh, um, this,
4: was a, this was a free hit. Aye, that's why was, was a free Why are we going out and trying to women no get beat? We should be going out and we should be and trying to, to, to do our best and, and and put these teams under pressure. I mean, this is this is a competition where we've got to have a look at and think how far are we? No, we're not. Going, we're not going to find out how far we are. But trying to trying to keep a nil. I mean, I even heard supporters saying. Um, oh, I don't care how we play as long as we don't lose six. If we lose two or three, then it's okay. As long as we don't lose six or seven, I'm No, I've never heard Ranger supporters saying things about like that before. But maybe that's just my age. But um... right,
3: well, the balance between. Um, there's a balance between setting up uh, to no concede, to going gung-ho at a team you are not got to beat by attacking. There does have to be an element of caution when you're playing some of the best sides in Europe. So I do understand we don't want to be humiliated like Brendan Rodgers did um, under Celtic. Going to to go toe-to-toe with teams and just getting ripped apart, we got we got success in Europe last season in the Europa League by no our limits, knowing when to go toe to toe and knowing when to hold off. And for the most part, it worked. We were a, a penalty kick away for for winning the game. So I do think there has to be an element of kind of remembering what we what we have at our disposal.
4: See the difference between us and Celtic last night, both getting beat. Celtic had a heart, and we didn't. That, that's uh, is that one beat you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Celtic, so um, that's um,
4: did you, did, you, did you know? Did you know?
3: See the Celtic goal? No, I only in Kerry Meltdown, oh, um, that, that's where I get all my Celtic content. Um, oh, oh, that, that,
4: that's what that's what <laughs> I mean. Cel- Celtic had a heart, and we didn't, Did Joe heart? We, we didn't
3: have a heart. Oh, right. Fuck, that went right. Here my oh. Head. oh, there we go, <laughs> <laughs> right. Back ground if left, that part then. Um, Davey P, you mentioned the three centre half. I think, yeah, um, with McGregor, I think they played fairly well. Um, I thought, I thought Big corner had a good game. He's no, um, he, he's no, been. he's he's absolute best so far this season. Credit with credit, Stuart. I thought he he commanded the, the back line well, and I thought Leon, Leon King despite the poor challenge at the penalty, I thought he had a decent game on a big occasion. No, I
2: thought our central defenders were, were very good. You know, we were competitive up against, you know, absolutely top quality players. You know, the players that are up against mm-hmm. Nunez, you know, absolute flying machines and, and Mo Salah. You know, uh, we did superbly well. It was once we had winning the ball, you know, in defence... We had nothing after that. We were just pumping it forwards to midfielders who would just play it back to the defence. There was no uh, <clears throat> intention of, of, of actually trying to get up the pitch. So I, I don't know what Geo's pre-match chat was about, you know, actually getting into their box because it, it didn't happen much in the first half, if at all. In fact, an interesting stat, and I, I haven't had a look, but I don't know if anyone would have, how many touches we had in their box in the, in, in the first half it must have been no more than a handful, if any. It was, that that was the level of our ambition. <clears throat> and as soon as they do get the penalty, there was an kind of air of inevitability about the second goal, wasn't there? And, they, and then you're thinking, it's, uh, it's a long climb out of here. So I think we, uh, and then when we did make a couple of substitutions, you're saying, well, where was that approach from the start? Why don't we start that, you know, have a go at them from the first? And then and at the end of it goes <clears> 2 0, <throat> change things. But uh, the, the whole thing's just smacked of we were uh, holding out for a draw from the outset, which uh, for me is that's just unforgivable, and that's entirely on Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. That's coming straight from the coach. So that he set that team up, they've gone out, carried out of his, his instructions, and uh, that that's what it got us. And, and it was the same in Amsterdam. It's the same when we go to the midden. and uh, it's it's just it's not Rangers for me. It's
3: just not Rangers circling so back to the back three, um, would you like to see that back three played together more often if we are going at a five at the back? I mean, what I'm thinking is they they look solid enough. So, well, I don't know. I think the tactics are up for debate. If we're ever got to go at a back three, I'd like to see Tavini and Barasic joining the, the, the forward line if we're going to do that. But I've, I've no qualms that that back three and um, Goulson, Davies and King can he? Can he handle um, anybody in the SPFL?
2: Yeah, I would. I would want to see. You know, if they're going to play with a back three, then then it's on the proviso that that Tavernier and Barisic or or Yilmaz and whenever he ever gets a shot will be uh, will be playing much further up the pitch. We're not we don't need a five man defence in Scotland ever against anyone. That includes them. So when we go to European ties. It will be, you know, we're up against world class players in, in Liverpool. So I can understand why that it would be adjusted, but not to that extent. That was just defeatist. It was a lack of ambition. Never want to see that again. Never.
3: David, what was your thoughts on so we've touched on Leon King and Connor Goldson um, Ben Davies. has he been for you the last couple of games?
4: Yeah, I think he's he's come in. He's, he's done quite good. He obviously, he'd taken off at half time uh, the weekend, probably because of the yellow card. Um, that was he, he's got to. Watch, I mean, obviously, he's got to get up to to full speed yet. Um, the tackle on uh, the weekend was was uh, yeah pretty stupid, and last night as well was pretty stupid as well. Really, to be honest with you, I think I think he could have just. Made sure that the ball get passed back. instead of diving in and, uh, and pulling the guy down. But um, no, I, I think it, it's been pretty positive. It, it, it passes a nice ball, uh, quite a long ball. We've, we've seen quite a lot. And uh, no, yeah, I've, I've not a lot of negative to say to him yet. Yeah, we just got to see uh, to see how how he goes further. But um, no, I've, I've, I'm not not negative about him. I'm pretty positive about him.
3: Happy days, and again, I think that's something that um, there's been some comments in there about the team selection has been mental. Um, I think we go back to there's, we've seen a couple of times we played three centre halves and two of them have been midfielders. Ben Davies coming back and Leon King, if he wasn't already, he's firmly a first team player. All right, he's he's in. He's noticed there to make up the numbers. He's challenging for a first team spot, so that gives us the cover that we need at centre half now and. At least it doesn't solve all our problems, but it should tick off that element that we were worried about and we can now focus in, in other areas of the pitch. Um, David P, I'll come back to you because you have touched on it a couple of times and I want to kind of speak about the last five minutes, I suppose, um, Anfield that you've touched on with an eye looking ahead to Saturday. So, Sakala and Matondo and Joe Lack all came on and they were fairly fairly positive, but I don't want to look too much in it because at that point Liverpool had taken the foot off the gas, but Matondo has impressed me the last couple of games um, for his input, and Sakala, while he brings energy, I'll be honest, I'm not completely sold on him yet, but would you start either on Saturday, Matondo or Sakala?
0: Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: I would go with both, Colin. <clears throat>
3: really? Go with
2: both. Because when 65 minutes we uh, took off Tillman and put on Sakala, Sakala was on the pitch for 30 seconds. When the balls played to Liverpool's left back, Sakala immediately presses him. The left back passes it inside obviously rushed, and then the, the pass inside goes to a Liverpool player who, because he got a, a pass which wasn't quite spot on, then immediately knocks out of play. Within 30 seconds of Sakala coming on that pitch, he'd already made his presence felt by pressing them, forcing the error. From that error, the ball's played to down the right wing. Sakala eventually gets on the end of it, cuts inside and gets a left shot away. Within one minute of coming on the pitch, he had contributed more than Tillman had in 65 and that, that was Sakala. Which, so that's what I want to see, you know, with energy, pace, pe- pressing them. So he forced the error. We, we, we got the ball on the right. He, he then cut inside and got the shot away, which he then put 10 yards past the post. But the guys just literally come off the bench. And it, that, that, that for me, I says, why didn't we do that a wee bit earlier? Why didn't we do it from the start? So And, and Matondo, I thought, looked much more comfortable on the left than he does on the right. He just seemed to be uh, obviously he's he is a left sided player, so I think it's uh, time to give him give them a crack. But but do you know what? It ain't going to happen because Geo is just not just not the adventurous type. We're just not going to get you know that level of change. So we might end up that way in, in Saturday, but it would be probably as a result of you know it's one each after seventy minutes, and he, he would then start making changes. So I, I don't know if G has got that in him to be honest I'm kind of losing you can tell I'm kind of losing faith eh? cuz like, it's it's draining out of me you know so I think we'll have a good we're going to have a good contest with St Mirren they've been playing quite well of late as as you know as I said to you before we started that they're only four points behind us you know so that they've five wins out of eight they've had they've five wins and three defeats so it seems to be all sugar and all shape with St Mirren so I think we'll have a genuine contest because I think they'll fancy themselves, and and if Geo's doesn't send that team out, you know, with it, absolute brimming with confidence, and because it it just strikes me that that team go onto the pitch and they just don't believe it themselves, you know, they've been whatever they're, they're hearing in that dressing room is 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 around an outcome which is which is less than you know fantastic for us. So I think we should uh, shoot for the moon a wee bit more certainly against St. modern Saturday. But even at Anfield, you know, these guys will be waiting, probably, you know, waiting to get to the Champions League. James tavern the readers, have been with us so many years, eventually gets to the Champions League, gets to playing at Anfield, you know, the, the finalists from last year, <clears throat> and then you're t- told, don't cross the halfway line. It, it must be, as Dave says, it must be so frustrating for the players. They're professional football players, at the top of their trade, and then they're told to go out and, you know, go through the motions and, and and try and keep it you know to a nil nil draw, all keep the zero I, just, I i don't know i, I think i would be uh, biting my tongue if i was in that dressing room but let's. i mean gio has got to learn from this because if uh <laughs> i think he's got he's, okay, well, he's got it, to, he's got to uh, i think he's got until the, the world cup break to uh, to demonstrate that, that we've got uh, more in us than the, the team's shown so far there's got to be a a bit more energy belief a swagger even we're, we're Rangers. You know, we don't do that stuff. So, feeling quite strong about it, to be honest. But you
4: Davey mm. hasn't learned from Feyenoord. Um, the Chinese weren't uh, doing a lot to hold him back and keep him on his contract. So, I, I don't know why you think that we're, we're going to change things about for him. Because, uh, it's just the way he is. And he's already said he won't change. So, I mean, who, who in the right idea would would put um Davis and Lundstrom up against the blooming fastest midfield in, in 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 England probably Britain.
3: And, well uh see to be fair Henderson and Tiago aren't known for their pace. They're known for how well how clever they are off and on the ball. And that's where the when I'm saying about regardless of how we set up, I would have wanted John some to have the fire in his belly. If he's if he's went in the shell because we've played five at the back, then that's unlonesome for me. Um, I think he, he should have known the role he was there to be. He should have been high-pressed, uh, trying to be a midfield general. with with a four-man midfield, effectively, with Kent and Tillman coming in against two, and we didn't get anywhere near them. I think that's on the midfielders. Did you see how easy
4: Kent was pushed off the ball?
3: Just, Aye, just, just,
4: just, just, just uh, the mid, midway line. You can just get a, wee, a wee shoulder push. And yeah, no, nah, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm sort of a Ken. Uh, we, we keep hoping for him. we keep hoping for the rising sun, but it just doesn't seem to rise, does it? It just seems to yeah. go out. Go
2: see out on the instant, Dave, see on the instant when he goes shoulder to shoulder with Mo Salah, you know, just yeah. about the halfway line? So the ball breaks, the two of them go for the. He just bounces off Mo Salah. Mo Salah. then collects the pole, runs all the way to her box and didn't meet a challenge between the halfway line and the 18-yard line. No challenge. And it, then eventually, he's getting to the... And he's looking to pick a pass. And then it's a game of roulette. But there was no one... No one challenged him not for a bit of tackling. You know, it's like, you know, Christ, don't go near him. He'll just humiliate
3: me. You know, Jesus Christ. Christ. That's and, that's I said, and I think, um, and I'm not absolving the manager for any blame, but uh, you need to, you need to be up for you need to be up for going toe to toe for for challenging, putting the pressure on. Uh, the tactics will need to be give the Liverpool players 10, 15 yards. That would not have been the tactics, but that's what we've done. That's why it's saying. That's why I'm saying it. Well, the manager doesn't. Walk away, shining for that. I find the players need to take a bit of accountability as well.
4: See, one so, of the just come in between. One of the one of the saddest things for me is, um, I, it's right after the game yesterday. I heard the, I heard that I had had a uh, heavy loss, so I thought, well, I'm a bit down, so I'll turn it over and have a bit of cheer up at how I played and uh, Wesley Schneider. They, they were talking about the who would fall into the, the Europa League. And someone said, yeah, but one of the, the presenters said, yeah, but Glasgow Rangers, we still to play them. And Wesley Snyder sort of laughed and he says, ha, Glasgow Rangers, he says, if we give the ball away, Rangers give it right back to you in a perfect pass to your foot. And that's it. That, 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 that would just really hurt me. And, 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 because, and you know why it hurt me? Because it's true. As soon as we give as soon as the other team lose the ball with Liverpool, we just give them the ball back right away. Same with Celtic, did it against Celtic. And that that is really, really worrying and really, yeah, disappointing, frustrating.
3: No. And it's I think we've said it time and time again. I don't want to label the point. Um it's been we've called it out, and it's been called it in the comments. It's definitely at home as well, and we dare say that. It'll be it'll be different next week at Liverpool. I we might know when or we might we might be outplayed, but I think we'll be set up to to have more of a go. Um and that's some the manager management and the players need to look at themselves when they're away for home. Coming back to Saturday, David T, I want your thoughts on the two wide men we were talking about there. Um we kinda all went on a wee bit of a tangent there. Matondo, um so I'm Fully agreed with David and some of the folks in the comments about Matondo starting left wing. I think Ken does need a does need a rest. I think the days of Ryan Ken playing himself back into form that's not quite happening. He, we need to do something different. He just looks jaded. Um, jaded the worst. No, jaded the best. Disinterested the worst. Um, Matondo on the left for me. Sakala, so I can see why we want to give him a chance, but. The thing with Sakala, I'm kind of scarred that if after every decent substitute appearance, every time he gets a start, it just it doesn't cut it. And I think the problem with Saturday is we're, so we're got to have ten men behind the ball and Sakala struggles when there's no space to run into and use his pace. So but left way Tillman or right on the right hand side. Um again I think going in form I'd I would i I'd rather see Scott Right just for something different, but on the two wide men, who would you want to see?
4: I want to see Sakala uh, starting, uh, or 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 going the other way, and uh, I would definitely, I would definitely drop uh, Kent because he's he's just not showing it, and he does he doesn't look like he's going to get back into it. He just doesn't look, uh, look like he's enjoying his football. Uh, I've said that, but everybody, but uh, he's he's probably the main source. Or if we're not enjoying his football because uh and you thought once he got that goal uh last week you thought, Oh well, at least he's got a smile on his face, he might pick up. But uh no, he it was it was terrible again yesterday. Um but no, I would Matondo my, my on the and the left, definitely. But you could for for me you could also go you want to keep your five three two and, and just have
3: um you oh, yeah gonna say
4: was and Joe, like, uh, no
3: Going to fucking happen. There's more chance of me playing up front and Saturday
4: <laughs> yeah. than Saturday than for him. But um, no, that that would be another way to go. And and although I must admit, Alfie disappointed me a wee bit last night as well. I didn't think he. I thought Joe had done more when he came on than than Alfie did in the whole game. But um, you know that Alfie will, will come good eventually. But um, no, it is. Yeah, it's. I, I, def, no, I definitely don't work right. I think, uh, I mean, he does play some good games, but um, definitely I, w- I would like to give Sakal another chance, uh, play him. We definitely need, the, definitely need the speed and that drive that they've got. And They're not the best players in the world. We know that. Um, but, um, yeah, they've got to get, I mean, it's okay saying give him fifteen minutes, twenty minutes a year, and then over five weeks another twenty minutes, and oh no, he's no. Uh, but he's, the guy, the guy's got to get a chance. He's got to get a few games after each other, starting and 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 see what happens. Because I mean, if, if the ref, if if, if he, talking about? If Geo keeps dropping me, uh, then. Uh, I, I would, I mean, I would take that off. I would be like that. What the heck? I'm, I'm doing my best in training. I'm doing my. I, when I come on, I'm scoring goals. I'm, I'm t- beating players. And then the next game, I'm not even in the pool, which has been a few times. So no, that's uh that uh, I would definitely uh, Sakala. And as just what I said, the one thing about Sakala is that he um, doesn't really link well with Tav. I think that's it a lot of times he gets in Tav's road. But I found out with my my tondo my tondo as well. He sort of a, gets in Tav's road. But um yeah, how do you sort that out? You would need to get one of them coming in. If Tav Tav goes in the run, get one of them to come in. And I mean it can be done, but that needs to be done in the training field. And uh yeah. I don't know what they're doing in the training field, but it doesn't seem to be much encoding much attacking play
3: it's all fine and well saying, um, give them a run of games and get a bit of form. But remember we are Rangers fans and we write people off after two minutes, Never mind two games. Um, so it's, it's easier said than done when you've got us wicked ones shooting for the stands. Um, Davey P up front, you're going for Tony goals or Alfie. For me, it's, I think I'm a big fan of horses for courses. Um, I, I, can't really blame Alfie too much for the night because I think he was he was given a, a hard role and he wasn't didn't get the support by the link up. Um, it was a thankless task, but I hope mirror Mullin, this is go, Joe Lack all over it and keep Morelos for the for for Wednesday.
2: Well, <clears throat> I think both both are capable centre forwards, and depends on on. You need the other players around you. I mean, I think Cholak came on and, and looked better, you know, on Tuesday night. But he's he's then got um, Matondo on one side and Sakal on the other, you know, who are buzzing about. To and and you know, things started to happen for us. We actually started to get in their box, so there was actually more for Cholak to work on than than Alfredo had in the first half, where where he we had nothing. You know, I think we had a touch in their box. There was no. Chance of us getting over the halfway line, so in that respect, Alfred, you have to feel a wee bit sorry for Alfredo because uh, there was n- not much he can he can't do all on his own. You know there are there were occasions you know when it should stick more and and he should be laying it off, but our ability to keep possession for the ball, of the ball, and the, particularly in the first half, my God, it was uh, just wave after wave, and they were pressing us you know, full of energy coming at us and, and, and immediately regaining possession. And here comes the next wave. Whereas I would have hoping we would have been a bit more composed on the ball. You know, we'd Steve Davis in there who can pass, you know, John Lundstrom. We had players in there who were capable of making passes. It just didn't happen for us. It was all too... We just, I don't think we believed it. it, it, it was, the default position was to return it to Connor or, or, or Ben Davis, you know, who right. maybe... A few yards of space. No one was getting the ball in, in tight spaces because they just wouldn't take. They weren't taking the risks, which is ultimately required if you're you're actually going to move up the pitch. So <clears throat> I think our very limited uh, expectation of, of of Tuesday night, in particularly in the first half, we just need to uh, raise our, our our expectation a bit more in terms of what we we do. Certainly on Saturday, I think we should have. Uh, it depends on how, how Geo wants to play. I would go with the, the, the Sakala. And as someone's pointed out in the comments, go with pace. Because when these games at Ibrox, you know how this is invariably going to turn out. So men are going to be strung across the back. You know, they'll be sitting deep. And or their defenders, everything is happening in front of them. You know, so that the ball is, you know, we're, we're competing for the ball on the edge of the box. We're doing the 30 pass thing across the edge of the box, trying to find the, the, the pass through. All happening in front of them, invariably it breaks, boom, they just launch it straight up the park. If we play with pace, then there's a chance that they these then start to have to defend facing their own goal rather than facing our goal for most of the game. We just have to keep them on the move, keep them keep moving. Pace is what uh, is, is the we're technically better players. You're thinking the faster this game is played, the more of an advantage we'll have. And that that's how I'd be going at it. <clears throat> Playing it as uh, as fast as one touch as as possible. Go straight after them. So in so, terms of, I'll, I'll be playing Cholak because I think the ball breaks in the in, in anywhere you know within five yards of the penalty spot, Tony's capable. The last four goals have been one touch
3: finishes, so keeps that up. David, sorry, your be called David. David T. Um, I'll come to you and. Uh... And probably the last point and um, I'll get both your points on it as well because it's probably, it's where my biggest concern is, I don't know if you're getting that for the, the podcast tonight, is a midfield and I think it's where we've wrote, we've wrote such talent in midfield uh, on some, Davis, Kamara, Jack, Arfield, all can bring different different attributes um, but really I'm starting to see a consistent midfield combination that just gets us over the line. Um, every time I do take heart you, we have a performance like that night, which just brings me back to the earth. Um, I think uh, on Tuesday night we really lacked energy in the middle of the park, and I thought we were crying out for Scott Arfield. He, he'd be in my team on on Saturday, and I think I thought Ryan Jack had a decent game against Hearts, so for me, it's, it'd be Jack, Arfield, and probably Lundstrom. Um, who would you be running in the midfield three?
4: Well, the thing with Arfield is that he he finds the gaps and he, he, he pulls players about. Uh, he, he knows where to. He, he plays runs that that split defences. So that that's the the great thing, and we've nobody really nobody else that that can do that. And it was the same way with Cholak's first goal. I think it was where Arfield ran through and was actually playing the centre forward position at that that moment, and it gave Cholak the chance to, to put the ball out to Kent. Uh, Kent crossed it and and Cholak headed it in. So I mean that that's that's the great thing about Arfield. The one worry about Arfield, I know he started against hearts I think, and uh, the the it, 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 a lot of times he's been better when he's actually come on than he has when when he's uh, when he's started from the beginning. So that's a, that's a thing. But I think no, I definitely's definitely a player that, that nobody else can he does things nobody else can do uh, by making uh, space for others. And uh yeah. what's the fact when you're running into the box, you a lot of times you're you're, you're left, the players don't pick you up, so you come in late and then uh, you've got freedom in the box. No, definitely. I feel a definite
3: player. I think he's, he's 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 been really good the last few weeks. See uh, that late run, so just to like keep on that point, that's what we need against the lights. Usman, see when yeah. we're if we have got a go with pace or whatever, when Usman have ten men behind the ball, ourfield's perfect. Like so he has a perfect runs, letting everybody go into the box and then arriving late. Don't get me wrong, he's finishing, um, his finishing is left to be desired somewhat at times, but he, I think that's what we need in Saturday.
4: When he gets a good one, when he gets a good finish, the ref chalks it off.
3: No,
4: <laughs> but um, no, I think well, I mean, yeah, sorry. I, I love Steve Davis. He's he's been a great servant of the club. Uh, I, I think you seen the other night. His uh, his legs are, are just a bit away. Uh for the, certainly for, for the level of the Champions League, I don't think he's up there anymore. Uh, it's a shame, but uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, you know, my my thoughts on
3: and um, it's hard because the last few games um, Or this season It's is hard to justify my love for Lundstrom So I make myself look like a murder Every time I speak to you
4: Yeah but the way, the way I think about it I mean he, he, he was hopeless for the first six months And then he had about four, four months Really good And then from the, 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 All this season he's, he's been rubbish as well I mean he looks, he looks yeah, Like a cat horse I've said that more often but um, no, I'm just not. I'm not a one strong fan. I don't think. I, 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 as I say, I think he had four four decent months. So out, out, out a year and a half it is now. I think uh, well, just short of a year and a half. And uh, yeah, for me that's not good enough. I think. We, I mean, I, I, we we should have been in the, the summer to, to really renew the whole midfield, and we didn't. And I think that's coming. I mean, that that's what made Jared Jared leave as well. Part of it was that he wanted to renew the midfield, and uh. He wanted the boy, the, the Dutch boy from, uh, from uh, what was it at that time? From Veerman. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Joey Vierman. Joey Vierman, yeah. He wanted him brought in and he didn't. They wouldn't bring him in. So he ended up bringing in Wundström. Uh, 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 no, I'm not, I just don't like him. I just don't like him. I just don't think we've had enough of him, put it that way. And I think he's just too slow. I mean, you you look at teams the in in the in the the big leagues, then uh, the fast far quicker than the, the, even in thought quicker than thought. I mean, sometimes he does brilliant things. I mean, that ball out to Matondo last week was absolutely stunning. It was, I mean, it was about seventy yards or something like that, right, on his foot. It, it does some brilliant things, and at times you think, oh, oh great. It just doesn't do enough for me, and he's too slow this year anyway. For, for for sure, I mean, he was nearly pulling somebody down. He was already he was booked already, and there was a player running away from him, and he thought about it. He thought about having a second swipe at him, but thankfully he pulled he pulled back uh, in time. Um, no, that we can't, we can't go, we, we can't keep that midfield up, but uh, and, and going with two two these two guys against uh the, the whole Liverpool midfield was absolutely and it wasn't just the, the Liverpool midfield because uh the, their full backs were actually in the midfield as well, and even some of the times the centre backs were in the midfield, so they were, they were chasing shadows the whole night. Um, no, I, I for, for, to, to cut on to it I would go I forgot where we were
3: going
4: there yeah. well, I would definitely go for Jack uh, instead of Davis uh, I think Jack's been for Scotland he was quite good and for Rangers last week he was quite good So, and he looked quite quite good when he came on yesterday so I'd, I'd definitely go for Jack Um, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd still like to give the, the boy McCann another chance and see what he can do and uh, yeah I, I, I suppose you've got to have
3: Lundstrom in there as well, some, somewhere. But. Aye. David P, I don't see him... Um, I don't see Lundstrom being dropped just yet because I think um, what he can do is a bit different for um, for the rest of them. I think going for me he probably is a best midfielder, so for that reason, I don't see Gio dropping him. Who would you have alongside Lundstrom on Saturday?
2: Yeah, you're right, Colin. I would have joined Lundstrom in there just because he's 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 physically... You know, you know, very good in terms of he will not be bullied by anyone, in, in and he any can be dominant season.
3: when he's on his game. Yeah,
2: so he's not going to be uh, pushed over by anyone. So I would John Lundstrom for that alone, uh, but I would have uh, Davis and Arfield in there because I think Steve Davis, obviously, didn't show too much of it on Tuesday, but in terms of uh, his passing ability, he's got the he's got the the one touch pass in him, which I I think he has more of that than than Ryan Jack. Ryan Jacks, they kind of twirl about in in the mid midfield. You know, when he gets the ball, he does a pirouette to see where everyone is. Whereas I think uh, Steve Davis has knows where everyone is when he receives the ball, and there's a more chance of him pinging a a ball out wide and, and you know getting us uh, up the park a bit quicker. And Scott Arfield, I mean, the D. United game a, a few weeks ago, Scott Arfield could have had a hat trick in the first half. Spun them all. You saw he spawned one again at Tynecastle. Eventually, he got one in the net, which was then wrongly uh, chalked off. But I mean, in terms of Scott, will will get in good positions. So I'm hoping that he will come good. He will come good. He he's scored lots of good goals for us. We will just uh, create the chances. But it's it's kind of like the, we need to be more clinical, you know, with the chances that we do create. And and you know, Scott's got to make his contribution because we don't score enough goals from midfield. But you can see that they said in the last few weeks in Scott Arfield's p- performances alone, we make enough chances, but we just need to be that mo- bit more clinical. So I'm hoping that that will be on midfield. And, uh, so Sakala and, and where as to whether, you know, how Tavenier plays with Sakala, I think Sakala would be sort of frustrating. But I think if you play to his strengths, you know, get him, get the, their defenders on their heels, then fashion is. Uh, We'll make a contribution. You know, the last couple of games I've saw when it's been substitute appearances. Uh, Fashion certainly ruffles them up. He keeps them on their toes. He does the unexpected whereas when we're all too predictable, you know, passing it across the 18-yard line, I think it's easy to defend. So, I'm hoping that we can mix it up a bit.
4: No supporters for Sands in the midfield then? No. I don't
3: mm-hmm. think it's the right game for him. Um, I, I'm a big fan of uh, James Sands but... I just don't see the need for him. David Heard's uh, called out that we only need one defensive midfielder at yeah. most, and I think that Sands does have a role to play in this team, but I don't think it's Saturday. Um, I, I think he he's very neat and tidy on the ball, and I think there's at times we've been crying out for that, but I think we just need a good old-hearted aggression and just... Let's just treat some man for how, we, how they are. I know they're only four points behind us in the league, but we should just be putting the our foot on the on their throats and and smothering them. Um, I don't think we need to be too clever with the ball.
4: And Red Fan, what do we think
3: of him? No no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the right winger's got a knife, um, that Bonner's gonna <laughs> end, shy away. <laughs> from. Probably not. Um, again, it's I don't think since Red Vance came in, I don't think any of the games that Borner's had a poor game. He's not been alone. I don't I can't think he, any times with Borner Barisic, has returned to having the heart of a mouse. So I think um I, I'm not gonna be fully on the Borner uh, the Bonner bus just yet. I think he's kept his place deservedly, but um I it's just I, I like I like to think Red Vance just chopping at the heels, making Bonner stay in his toes.
4: Yeah Geo sorry David, Gio said something strange for the week. He says he's 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 uh he's training better and his behaviour's getting better. That,
3: I found that a um, strange uh, see, That that's a that's a funny point. i am have got to go on a bit of a tangent. See after we go beat at um after we go beat in Amsterdam, three 0 obviously oh, two three nuttons in the space of a week. Um People were going mental on Twitter and follow, follow. But if you, if you ever listen to Geo speak, he says M, M, M quite a lot. Yeah. He's fucking falling. Is his setting language? And I think, um, I think this is just what like, if you look at the interview. He's, I think it's his wording. I think we need to remember this guy speaks about four languages, don't he? Um, I'm not reading too much into that um, personally. I don't know about you guys.
4: Oh, when I'm no, speaking, I don't, right. when I'm speaking, I do I don't say eh eh eh
3: eh. So well, I speak English I and I say eh eh eh, eh every second <laughs> word on
4: this podcast. So I, so I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't think that that's to do with your language. I think that's a mannerism that you that you've learned.
3: Whether you DVP. P?
2: I I think it's, it's part of the you know being interviewed on TV. He's he's clearly choosing his words carefully. You know, he's not sitting in the pub with his mates. You know, this, uh, uh, no one's really paying too much attention to your sentence structure or anything. You know, so he knows that every word he says is going to be analysed. And, he, and he's speaking in a foreign language. So it's, it's going to come across that, yeah, I have to be careful with what I say here. It, you know, he let one slip out was, we can't compete. And everyone went, Tonto, me included. Right. Like, what? We can't compete. So you, you better go and check out with that, what you've actually said, Gio. Which, so I think that, what he says and how he's interviewed in, in the TV kind of reflects that. He's careful. he, he has to be. So if, if he drops in a few M's rather than a few uh, absolute howlers, then I'm sure we'd rather hear M than
3: we're fucked. <laughs> well, in that, no, I think that's as nice a time as any to wrap it up. Um, as always, thank you to everybody who's listened and then watched and got your comments in. It really is appreciated um, if you can find us a be like or follow whether you're watching the or you get the podcast. We'll be back with you on Sunday. Um, I All going well, it should be a much more positive podcast on Sunday. If no, we'll get these two boys hooked up with the laughing gas and that'll be a buzz to watch. What um, <laughs> all is left to do is thank you to the two Davies. Um, Thanks for coming on as always, gents. Give the listeners a wee goodbye and a prediction for Saturday. Starting with yourself, Davey Park.
2: Well, um, the, the grumpy old men are in top form tonight, I would have to say. Thanks, Dave, for backing me up, being my wingman. So, <laughs> but Saturday, uh, I'm hoping that with... I'm going for 3-1. So I'm hoping that, you know, at least if not the first half, that well, I mean, I want us to come out the traps flying... But I'm hoping that by the we get to the second half, we're a wee bit more confidence about as we start to destroy them. So, at least three-one, maybe four. So here goes. I mean, Geo had better be positive. If it's you know what, if we uh, take ten passes and we haven't crossed the halfway line, I'm going to go down and have a an ordium. That's that's
3: my promise to you. I would fucking pay good money to see that. It is you hoofing not down these stairs for the club deck. <laughs> Getting (laughs) huckle just as you run past the enclosure. Um, David T, thanks for joining us as always, mate.
4: Yeah, thanks. The last last couple of weeks, I was sitting up in a balcony with David. People would think we were the guys in the Muppets uh, show. (laughs) Uh, No, thanks for having us on. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Pity pity it wasn't a better uh, topic to to discuss, Um, but that'll come. It'll come at the weekend, and uh, hopefully, Ibrox uh, we will, will, will dare to take Liverpool on and do what we done to to Leipzig and do what we done to Union and do what we done to Dortmund. So we we can do it. we have just got to have be the belief that we can do it, and that's uh, that's the way. And geo has got to bring that in. Aye. Yeah, sorry. Score. Score. Saint Marin. How is a man at home? Eh. I'll
3: go for five nil. Oh, yeah, bastard. That was gonna say five nothing. Um I I say this is <laughs> before I started before we started recording. Um I generally think we will it's probably be a shudding on Saturday. And that's even more frustrating because we're gonna go in way before with them and you kinda of think, right, where was that belief in Tuesday? But we'll cross that bridge next week as we come to it. Um I'm gonna go six nothing then. Six nothing to the Rangers. A good old fashioned scudden. Hey, Let's um let's let's get a bit of optimism in here. And on that note, thank you all for watching. Take care. We are the people.